<clears throat> Do you want to take us away with a little song? Yeah. <clears throat> I was going to record a pod, but then I got drunk. <laughs> we was going to talk about the Pro Bowl and stuff, but then I got drunk. I'd like to apologize to all the lovely listeners out there uh, for not recording again last week. Like we talked about, that's on me. That's on me. But what happened was the legend Afro man was in Arcata, California, $25 a ticket. You're not going to not go to that. You're not not going to Afro man for $25 a ticket. That's just be reckless. I wouldn't record a podcast with you if you were the kind of guy that would miss that. Yeah. Thanks for understanding. Yeah. So, uh, you recommend it? Oh yeah. He was, he was great. He was incredible. Okay. Well, let's just get right into it. As you mentioned, we were going to talk about the Pro Bowl. We missed it. It happened today or yesterday. If you're recording or if you're listening to this on Monday, the NFC won 64 to 59. Is that what you told me earlier? Is that the score? Yeah. 6459 I believe or 6358 something like that five point game of some sort but yeah they it was kind of entertaining I watched a little bit of it they did a lot of skills competition stuff some strength stuff for the linemen um quarterback precision stuff and then they did the actual flag football game which there was some actual good highlights of it CJ Stroud throwing dimes uh Jalen Hurts linking up with CD Lamb on a deep bomb um makes you wonder how good he could be if he had an elite level quarterback like that. Um, and you know, it just, it was pretty entertaining The they added up all the scores from the events and the flag football. And that's how they determined the uh, overall winner and happened to be the NFC baby. Since we're on an off week for NFL, uh, you know, a lot of people would say Dak is better than Jalen hurts. That's a weird thing to say. I don't that's even know where that came. One, one other weird thing to say, or do interesting sweater choice for the week. Well, listen here, it's uh February 4th. Happy uh happy Philly special anniversary to all those who celebrate. 6 years ago today, Philadelphia Eagles brought home the Super Bowl. Big Dick Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP, one of the best performances of all time. So, of course I'm going to wear it today. Yeah, if you can't see it, which obviously you can't because it's a podcast, it's the uh, Super Bowl championship sweater, Fly Eagles Fly from, what year is that, 17? Uh, Yeah, well, 2018 is when they won, but yeah, it was 2017 season. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, do we know who was the MVP for the Pro Bowl? Did they have one? Oh, I'm sure they did. I don't. I didn't catch that, though. Hold on. Hey, Siri. Who won MVP of the 2024 Pro Bowl? The suspense. <laughs> Who could Nakua dominates Madden game at Pro Bowl wins MVP? I don't know if I don't know if that counts. I hope we're, it gonna, does. we're gonna say it was Puka. Well, I, we're a big Puka pod over here. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, uh, you see him a little TikTok going viral. His girlfriend plopped him down at the mall while she's shopping. And he's just sitting there watching LeBron highlights. Respected, just a true true dude out there. Just you know, can't can't blame him. Love that guys being dudes. All right. So we are going to get into the Super Bowl the next time we record. We're not going to talk about it today, except just for right now. That means we only have one more week in our beloved NFL football season. Uh, it's fucking painful, but at least we got one more game to watch and bet on. So aside from that, we're going to take some time to catch up on some other sports. We're going to break down kind of how the calendar is going to play out going forward. 
and we're going to look ahead to what comes after football, which is a, a beautiful thing. There's so much other stuff going on. We're going to get right into it, but take us through like a little, a little calendar right here of what happens when the Super Bowl is over. Sometimes it feels like that's the end of sports, but it's really not. Yeah, it's really not. It's a, you know, there's still, like you said, there's still plenty, plenty of good things to watch. You know, basketball really starts heating up right now. Have a basketball game on as we speak. You know, I need the Pacers to come through for the last leg of a parlay. They're looking great right now. There's still money to be made out there. There's still games to watch. It gets entertaining. Basketball, NBA particularly, really gets, you know, exciting these next couple weeks here as, you know, as the season heats up college basketball as well we're a month away from march madness got you love that that first opening weekend of the tournament one of the best weekends of all all sports and it's a long one too you get that thursday friday with 16 games on each day then you follow it up with eight games on saturday eight games on sunday and just it's just chaos and madness and that's how it gets the name it's beautiful um then you got you know on the women's side as well, you got some just bona fide stars on on the women's college basketball right now. You got Caitlin Clark balling out in Iowa, just scoring crazy points, hitting these Steph Curry type shots, going nuts. Um, you got Angel Reese in LSU. You know, won the won the national ch- uh, championship last year. Uh, you have um, you have the girl from USC uh, who just dropped forty one points uh, last game. Or 51, I mean, yeah, Judy Watkins, 51 points her last game. Just going nuts. 51 points in a game that they won on the road at Cal, 79 to 69. So she scored 51 of the 79 points. Just a crazy performance. Uh, Freshman over there at USC, they're ranked 15th in the nation right now. So the women's side really honestly has more star power than the men's on the college side right now. There's like more exciting individuals to watch. Um the, on the men's side, there's a lot of good, a lot of, um, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Parody in, in college basketball right now, where there's some, obviously some top teams, but every each night, you know, there's upsets, there's different things that are happening. It's pretty exciting on college basketball front too. Yeah. And then we, then we got spring trainings right around the corner. Uh, early March, the Roner Park Dodgers season kicks off single a rookies. Uh, coached by yours truly we're going undefeated this year and having a fucking good time uh we're not gonna exactly. worry about wins and losses yeah what else we got that's pretty much it draft uh, comes up after that college college of the redwoods uh women's softball getting Ooh. going coached by assistant coached by yours truly so you know there's a lot there's a lot to watch we got nhl going which <clears> is gonna get hot here too we're not gonna you know we'll get to it here we're, when we're go through some standings and stuff we're not we're not NHL guys, but I'll tell you what, once those playoffs roll around, I'll put a game on those, that intensity is unmatched. You put a little bet in on something and, and you'll, you'll be in it. One thing about me is I'm going to bet on an NHL game. Even if I haven't watched that team all fucking year. Absolutely. Do you think I care? No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put them in the parlay. So that brings us right into it. Let's just do it. We got the NHL Second half of the season, they just had their all-star break uh, like last weekend. So this this NHL season goes right up to mid-April, like April 18th, and then you get the Stanley Cup playoffs. So you still got a couple months months to lock in, uh, figure out which teams you like, which ones you want to bet on, maybe put a little future bet in. What do you want to do here? You want to just go through the standings a little bit, talk about who's dominating, 
Um, I would say, you know, maybe this team is surprising us not having a good year, but I really don't fucking know, just like you said. So we're not going to pretend. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to know. Um, I'm literally just going to go. I'm at. I'm on the conference standings here on ESPN.com. We're just going to talk about the teams that are up at the top and and you know teams that are um, that are looking good. Teams to keep an eye out on if you're trying to you know think of making a future bet, thinking of you know doing any sort of uh, any sort of parlays. You got Boston Bruins been going crazy. Nine losses on the whole season. That's the uh, best team in the whole league right now. So that's someone to keep an eye on um, on the East. They've been very dominant. Uh, aside from that, you know, you have uh, Florida, who's been good in past years. They were went. I believe they went, went all the way to the uh, Stanley Cup final as an eight seed just a couple years ago. Might have even been last year. Um, so, and they're sitting in second right now too. Um, in the West, you know, the Avalanche have been solid uh, this year. You got the Vegas Knights who won last year, who are sitting down at, in fifth right now. Um, and then up at the top of the West, which is, uh, I'm assuming, a bit of a surprise because you don't hear much about them. But the Vancouver Canucks, you have Canada hasn't won a Stanley Cup in years. And you got to be wondering if, uh, you know, they got to be hoping that Vancouver can be the one to change that. Maybe that's a team we rally behind the nation of Canada and, uh, and, and try to get a future in on them and, and root for them to get it done. I, I would like that idea, except fuck Canada, you know, America first. If you don't watch hockey, which, which we don't, but if you don't know anything about hockey, uh, you might not know that they fucking love hockey over there in Canada. Like they, they send so many great players over. Um, they're always good in the Olympics despite, despite us having like a massive population compared to them. So it's kind of funny that they don't ever win the Stanley Cup, don't you think? It is. It is pretty funny. Like as a douchebag American, you're like, yeah, fuck you guys. Like that's your one thing and we still beat you every year. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, But yeah, you know, like like you said, I I don't want to pretend to know um, what I'm talking about on any of these teams, Um, you know, aside from just. I know Boston's good at the top. I know Avalanche have been good um, just from, you know, checking scores. That's one thing I do periodically is I'll just like, I like to just see who has won. Like I don't necessarily go check out standings all the time, but I'll be on the SPN looking at scores and I'll just check the hockey scores for that day, you know, just, or if I'm on DraftKings, I'll look at the lines and see what kind of stuff, uh, like what the lines are looking like in regards to, um, you know, the favorites and things like that, just to kind of keep an eye on things to keep that, you know, keep that in the file for when you do start to bet on these random games, when it hits, you know, early April and you're like, man, I wish I had uh, something to bet on right now. So that's something uh, that I do that you could uh, maybe keep an eye on too. The other thing, you know, like, like we said, we're not huge fans by any mean, but you know, San Jose Sharks closest team to us, they're dog, they're dog shit this year. Awful. They're uh, down at the bottom of the West second from bottom, only above the Chicago Blackhawks, who were one of the worst teams last year. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the um, NHL utilizes a uh, lottery for their draft, um, kind of like the NBA does. Um, unlike with the NFL, where you know the worst record just gets the top pick, in hockey and basketball kind of due to it being a longer season i think they utilize a lottery system to prevent teams from losing on purpose uh but that still doesn't stop teams from doing that it appears the uh blackhawks may be in full-on tank mode even though they had the number one pick last year um but yeah the sharks are right there with them 
Uh, so, you know, what we've kind of decided we're going to do is uh, we're just going to be, you know, huge. Uh, we're going to really root for the Sharks to get that top pick. And we're going to root for them to get the top prospect who, as of right now, looks like it's a guy by the name of Macklin Celebrini. And I don't know about you, but that sounds like the future savior of the San Jose Sharks. Is he fucking Canadian? I don't know. He goes to Boston University. I don't know. I don't know if he's Canadian or what, but Celebrini. Like he's, yeah. He sounds he sounds Italian. It sounds like that's a great hockey name. Yeah. Celebrini yeah. comes down. Coming down the ice. That's my hockey. Uh that was pretty good. Breakdown right there. Yeah, back up to the top really quick though. I, I kind of want to place a couple futures. I got a couple things on my in my eyes right here. So remember. I have not watched a game of hockey yet this year. Maybe opening week, I watched a little bit. That was fun. It, they made like a big deal about it. I think they did like a triple header on ESPN. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, you mentioned the Golden Knights being in fifth place uh, after being uh, champs last year. So definitely a little value there. You get a fifth place team. Tough to repeat in any sport, though. So maybe stay yeah. away from that one. Yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning, always good. Always right there. Always come up a little bit short. They're in fifth in the East. Maybe there's something there. And then I love to look at point differential. I don't think it matters what sport it is. It seems like the best teams always rise to the top, the best point differential. You win by a lot. You lose by a little when you do lose. Maybe yeah. a little bad luck mixed in here. The Pittsburgh yeah. Penguins sitting at 10th in the East with a plus 12 point differential. The last spot is eight teams make it in, right? Yeah. For sure. The last spot currently in the eight seed is the Philadelphia Flyers. With a negative one point differential, lost five in a row. Penguins won one in a row, so their last one. I'm calling on them to make the playoffs. I don't know if you can even bet on that, but I'm sure you can. Penguins are making it in. Maybe even make a little run to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals right there. I like that idea. Bookmark that. That's a hot take right there. Bookmark that one. Yeah, I like that. All right. Anything else on that? No, I think. should we just hit some NBA standings? A little little recap on what what we got going in the NBA. Yeah, let's get over to the NBA. Before we get to the standings, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are the are the Lakers sellers? Are they getting are they shipping LeBron out? You know how I know you're a casual? How? That report came out um a a couple days ago. Um and in the two games since then, the Lakers have played at the Boston Celtics, who are currently 37 and 12 best record in the league beat them. Okay. Then we went to the, at, at the New York Knicks who had won nine games in a row. They're sitting at fourth in the East at 32 and 18 and they okay. beat them. So, okay. so no, they're not sellers. They're a great team. That's turning a corner right now. What do those two games have to do with anything? Uh, the report came out before those two games. And obviously the haters have been silent since then, except for you. Cause you didn't watch. Okay, so they won two out of 51 games, and that changes everything on the year. Now, some people would say maybe LeBron's value is higher than it had been two days ago. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe they get a little more back for him. I spent a little bit too long on the NBA trade machine trying to figure out how the Kings could get him without giving up Fox or Sabonis, and I just don't don't think it's possible. Yeah, probably not. The money doesn't add up. Uh, Unfortunately, LeBron makes a shit ton of money. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, tough. How do you even move a guy like that? Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it would have to be, yeah, the money part of it's what's really tough because 
making making the money match with you know I, I have no idea how they could even do it um realistically but yeah it'd be I'm sure if it were if something were to happen I'm sure it'd be some overly priced expiring contracts thrown in from like a third team something weird would happen to make make the money balance out um yeah. but I just don't see a way it happens yeah um when is the trade deadline do we know February 9th I believe oh no shit it's coming up yeah. Oh my Eighth god, we're on fucking LeBron watch for the next five days. It's coming up, it's coming up very, very soon. I'm sure moves will be made. Uh, you know, I'm uh, yeah, I'm excited, excited for it. NBA. Do you think there's any big names that that would get moved? Um, it seems like it's starting to kind of die down. Like there's been there was reports of Zach Levine uh potentially getting moved from the Bulls, uh, but it just came out that he's having surgery going to be out a few months. Um, so he won't get go anywhere. There was uh reports of DeJounte Murray was on the market from the Hawks. Lakers were looking at him. Um, but I don't know. I honestly, I'm not too sure the, the Lakers have been the center of a lot of these talks, uh, looking to get kind of a third star type guy. Um, but honestly teams want either Austin Reeves or, or, um, in these deals or, you know, D'Angelo Russell and both of them have been playing pretty damn well. Like, I don't think, at least as a Lakers fan, I don't think DeJounte Murray is that much of an improvement to have to give up extra um, things, you know, for. So I, I, I think, I think a lot of teams are kind of going to just write it out at this point. Yeah. Uh, the Raptors made some moves, right? They traded a couple guys. Away yeah, they traded guys to the Knicks, uh, which and the Knicks have been playing really well since then. They traded um, – that was more of a seller move by the Raptors. They also traded uh, Pascal Siakam. He's on the Pacers with them now – with the Pacers Siakam, now. Siakam, and didn't they trade uh, OG? Yeah, OG on – however you say his last name. Yeah, just uh, say it. Come on, say it. I, I can't. I'll, I'd li- I'd love to. But he's, uh, he's playing for – he's been going crazy for the Knicks, and he's been a big part of their, like, uh, hot stretch here for sure. All right, so let's just get into that. Knicks are on a surge right now. Uh, they've won nine of their last ten. They're sitting at fourth place in the East. Uh, wow, right behind the Cavs, who have also won nine of their last ten. Um, but yeah. still, Celtics all year at the top of the Eastern Conference. They were the favorites going into it, and they're still there. Yeah, Celtics have been dominant. Um, they look pretty damn good, but it's kind of a, you know it seems almost like a same old, same old for the way they've been lately. Um, It'll be interesting to see how they, what changes for them. Cause they, you know, they've had successful teams these last years. They made the finals, lost the Warriors. They've been losing in Eastern conference finals. Um, so they haven't quite been able, able to get over the hump, but obviously they have a great team. Um, Bucks, same thing. They got a great team, but it's just been weird over there. They fired their coach, um, which I don't even think we've talked about on here yet. They no, hired doctors. And they have not looked very good with Doc Rivers. Um, I just don't understand. Like, Doc has one championship. He won the championship with the Celtics. Um, with the, when they got Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and 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 Kevin Garnett on the team. You know, they had the big three. Rondo was going crazy. They won. They beat the Lakers that year. Um, and then the following year, they lost to the Magic, who only really had Dwight Howard that year. Lakers beat the, uh, beat the Magic that year, and then they made it back to the finals and um, and lost to the Lakers that year too. And Doc is, just has this ser- this you know resume of constantly choking in spots and 
he's blown multiple three, one leads. He's, um, you know, when he was with the Clippers, when he's with the Sixers could never get him over the hump and with as much talent as he had. And I just don't know what's going to change with the bucks. I don't, I don't really get it. Um, and he's, you know, they've started slow with that coaching change. Um, I think something weird was going on with Adrian Griffin over there. Cause the players were like, I don't know if you saw the video went viral a little bit after their first game um, out on the court. They're like dancing around celebrating, like, they're in a good mood. Um, I don't know if you remember really early in the season when he first got hired, um, there was a big blowout with uh, Mike Budenholzer was going to be an assistant for him and something happened and basically he left before the season even started. Um, so something weird was going on. I think, I don't know if it was just, he was too strict or something for the NBA or what it is. Um but it's really weird when a coach gets fired when you're sitting at second in the East and have, you know, one of the best players on the planet on your team. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, you know, Sixers been solid and bead been going crazy, but he's injured um, now. So um, kind of weird situation there. Cause he's been getting shit on for looks like, looks like he's kind of missing too many games and things like that. And then he's kind of getting shit on in the media. And then it comes out that he actually had a torn meniscus. So it's kind of, kind of tough situation over there for them. Um, Well, they have, there's that new rule this year, right? Where you have to play 65 games to be considered for MVP. Is that all NBA too? I think it's just all off season awards. Yeah. So So, yeah, yeah. he was getting close to that threshold and then he got rolled up on his knee too, right? Was, was he hurt before that or was that what did it? I, I think – I don't know if he was actually uh, hurt before – I know he was hurt before that because he was missing games. I don't know if I, I – that roll-up probably is what caused the torn meniscus ultimately. But basically they were saying, um, well, as we're speaking, just got a notification that he's going undergoing a procedure to repair the left meniscus this week. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I know he was hurt a little bit before it. I'm sure that incidence is what caused um, him to need an actual procedure and stuff now. But yeah, that rule was kind of people, you know, are worried now that is it going to force these guys to try to play through things that ultimately lead to more injuries? Um, or is it going to like the the goal of it is to get them to not, you know, take so many rest days. Um, but at the same time, maybe that's what's needed. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out going forward. Um, My opinion on that. I think it's I think it's smart. You got fans paying too much money. Like you got to have these guys out there. Exactly. And maybe 65. they just have to play through some fucking injuries. Like Michael Jordan played through injuries. Kobe played through injuries. Yeah. And 65 out of 82, you're still missing 17 games. That's quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's like 20% of the games. Yeah. That's fucking quick math right there. That's pretty damn close to 20%. Wow. Look at me go. Good for you. Good for you. Anything else but, in the East? I mean, uh, Celtics um, are, are looking good. You know, the Bucks, that, that whole coaching thing. Um. Doc Rivers, like you said, historically just underperforms with stars. And I feel like he's a good ego guy, but do you really have egos on the Bucks? I don't think so. I don't know. It, it's going to be weird. I'm not really sure how this is going to play out for them. I just don't, I'm not sold on him as a, as a coach at this point. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. The, the East is real top heavy. Um, there's not a lot of excitement as you get down lower. The Pacers had started hot. They're sitting at the seven seed now. Um, they're still a fun offense. Tyrese Halliburton been going crazy over there, but overall um, nothing too crazy there. You got the Hawks at the 10 spot with Trey young, who's been going nuts. 
Um, but you know, they're sitting at 22 and 27. There's just not, not much depth in the East and not much, uh, there's not going to be much excitement there, um, for any of the fight for playoff spots. Everything's pretty well set at this point already. Um, aside from maybe the, you know, maybe the 10 seed. So it'll be not, not a lot of excitement there until the playoffs actually get going. Yeah. All right. Uh, Down to the West or you got anything else on the East? No, no, I was going to, yeah, ready to move on to the West. The West, on the other hand, is different. There's a lot more depth there for sure. Um, there will be battles for the playoff spots. As we sit here today, the Warriors are sitting at the 12th spot looking on the on the outside looking in. You got the, uh, the Lakers are at the uh, nine spot. You have the Thunder and the Minnesota Timberwolves tied for first place in the West right now, just crazy. Um, you know, it's cool to see Clipper has been playing great. You know, doc's probably wishing he was there. Um, and then the nuggets, you know, sleeping giant, they're sitting at the four seed, but everyone knows, um, what that's going to be. Once it gets rolling, you got your Sacramento Kings sitting there at the five seed, just a lot of good teams. The sun's been playing well lately with KD and, uh, Beal been playing well, Booker, um, you know, it's just it's a pretty exciting conference overall. Pelicans been decent. You got the Mavericks, Luca, you know, going nuts, and they're sitting there at the down at the eight seed. So the cool thing with the West is once like this all gets situated, um, you're gonna have good matchups all the way through, even in round one of the playoffs. The East on the other side, like we talked about, there'll be a couple good round one matchups, but it really won't get go until you get to the um, semifinals the west will be exciting through the end of the season as well as as soon as you get into even the play-in games in the west will be pretty fun yeah you're gonna have some huge games in the west for like the nuggets i'm gonna tell you right now they're the four seed they're probably if we went and check they're probably the favorites to win the west they'll win the west like when it comes down time to it like they're gonna fucking win out if they have to 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 get that one seed uh but you got so many stars in the West. It feels like compared to the East, like the playoffs are going to be crazy because round one, an MVP type guy is going home for sure. Exactly. Maybe yeah, the, the greatest West. player of all time, as some would say. That's interesting. Hmm. Do they win a playoff game? Do they? Yeah, the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Do you think they finish in – are they going to be in the play-in game again? Um. No, they'll get up to the seven seed and then they'll get, it'll be similar to last year where they got the upstart Grizzlies round one and beat them in six. They'll get the, they'll get the Timberwolves or the Thunder in round one and they'll handle business again. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a bold statement right there. Uh, but no, that, that will be fun. We were talking about the trade deadline earlier. Feels like the Warriors have to do something. Anything. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on over there. You had the, uh, the other night, was it last night or the night before Steph dropped 60 in the game and they lost to the Hawks. It's just like, it's tough. It's tough over there. Steph's been going crazy still, but, um, the rest of that roster is really aged. Like clay has not looked good. Draymond does yeah. not look good. Um, Kaminga has been good for them. He's kind of turning a corner being, um, that young hope that they, um, they were needing, you know, but, I don't, that's not enough. They're going to have to make a move if they want to, you know, really go, go for it on this last ride with Steph. Yeah. Kaminga, I think he had like six straight games at 20 points or something crazy like that. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, nice to see them hit on a draft pick that had a couple bad ones in between, you know, Steph and 
whoever else, but <clears throat> I feel bad for Steph. A lot of people saying Steve Kerr's washed. I feel bad for that guy too. Just a tough scene over there. Yeah, it really is. It really is. He's a great coach. Um, but it's it's just, you know, it's interesting how some how it goes when uh things stop going so perfectly, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, I think that wraps it up. Anything else we need to talk about there? No, I think basketball from here on out will just be we'll just hit on some key storylines as we're going. That was kind of a catch up. Um, but we'll obviously have more time to speak on it on a weekly basis now. So it'll be easier to uh rather than just going through standings and stuff and where teams are at. But yeah, I think um I think we're good there. What else we got going on in the sports world, man? We talked about March Madness already. Uh, at the end of this month, we'll start creeping into conference tournaments, which those are fucking electric, too. If you've never watched the end of a conference tournament, man, some of these ones, like they're playing for a chance to get into March Madness. And you might have a team that's on the bubble who they know maybe their only way in is to go win the conference championship. Yeah. Um, those games get electric. That's really what kicks off all March Madness right there. So yeah, it's really fun to does. watch. And then obviously you got the tournament, you got brackets going around, you got pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training at the end of this month. And then, I mean, there'll be spring training games in a month. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely time. It's a lovely time. Um, just kind of touching one more bit on college basketball too. Speaking on the parody I was talking about, um, UConn's ranked number one right now, Purdue's number two. They both have two losses. Um, the rest of the top 25, even the top 10, like Kentucky's at 10 right now. They're 15 and four Marquette's at nine. They're 15 and five, you know, Kansas at eight, 16 and four. There's teams like the good teams have, are still losing games. So mm -hmm. that's what's fun with college basketball is you get that action in it. Um, where like, it's not a set, it's not a set in stone thing where you're, you're assuming this team's going to win. Like can like tends to happen in college football from time to time. Yeah. It uh, feels like it used to be like, 30 and two Kentucky versus 29 and three Duke and UCLA, you know, like it would be yeah. like that just super stacked. And I remember people saying that this new era of what NIL is yeah. going to make it even worse, but yeah. I think it's had a complete opposite effect. Cause now everyone can, can essentially pay players to come there. They're not paying them, but they're getting the boosters to support it and, and they're getting better athletes to come there. And exactly. before it was just everyone was going to the same spots. Now it's it's a more of a fair game. They're opening up for everybody. And over the last couple of years, it seems like college basketball hasn't had like a real blue blood dominant team. Yeah, exactly. And and I think the NIL thing, like like you said, you know, you got in the transfer portal too. You got a guy yeah. that's you know he he goes through his first season and he's the fourth option at you know out of Kentucky and. He, you know, he thinks, why not go transfer to Wisconsin or another school that's good, like another good school, but I can go be the man there. And then he does that. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're great. So it's a it's a cool it's a cool dynamic for sure. And adds uh, adds to the the parody of the league, I think, for sure. Um, and on the women's side, too, it's, you know, similarly, you know, I, I was two losses Um but you got South Carolina up at the top, nineteen and zero. So that's something to watch. Maybe a little undefeated watch over there. Didn't their coach just break like a record? Uh, maybe most wins or something. Don Staley, is that her name? Oh yeah, she was a baller in the WNBA. Any relation to Deuce? Uh, no, but she is a big Eagles fan. She was wearing like 
she wears like she was wearing like Eagles jerseys on the sideline and stuff last year when they were uh, on their Super Bowl run. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. That wraps up that. Uh, did you see uh, one more thing on baseball? You see uh, what Mookie said the other day? Yeah, I did. I did. Ooh, tough look. You he's think? Right. It's yeah. he's right. It's fair. I like that they know they're aware of that. It'd be yeah, worse it in my mind. So for those of you that missed it, he said basically it's going to be every other team's World Series every time they play us. And I like that he's aware of that and saying that because I'd way rather that than him being like, no, you know, it's there's no added pressure, blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. There's so much added pressure. You guys yeah. have got a super team right now. You got to really go out and get it done now. You got to win a World Series. No excuse. Like in the next two to three years, they have to win a World Series or else it's getting real bad. Oh, yeah. If they, yeah, the pressure will be crazy. I like Roberts could make a World Series next year and they could lose it and he'll be gone, I think. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like that type of pressure. But um, on that note, too, on while we're talking about the Dodgers, um, Shoei Otani's a Los Angeles Dodger. Ah, what a beautiful thing to hear. What a beautiful way to end it. With yeah. that, we'll see you at the water cooler. Cheers. Steady. If you wanna live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night. There we go again, talking real heavy. Listen up, world. I think I'm talking pretty steady. If you wanna live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night.